The average person spends about 70 minutes a week engaged in some form of sexual activity. There's 10,080 minutes in a week. So that means the average person spends about 0.7% of all their minutes engaged in sexual activity. That doesn't sound like a lot. But there's 8 billion people on the planet. Let's do some rounding and say there are 5 billion people of the proper age to be sexually active. Some are too young to know sex is a thing, and you can insert your own Jeffrey Epstein joke here, and some are too old and tired to give a shit anymore. That means you work the numbers a little bit, and that means 35 million people or so are engaged in some form of sexy time right at this very moment. You could be one of these 35 million people, but instead, you're listening to this podcast. And for that, we are eternally grateful. In the unlikely event that you are one of the 35 million people getting it on right now, and you are listening to this podcast, uh, how's that working out for you? Either way, I'm glad you're here. Welcome to Evil Done Badly, the worst true crime podcast on the internet, and I am Dick, your hapless dolt of a host. Oh boy, we've got a special treat for you three listeners this week. This is an Evil Done Badly first. This week's evil cunt is a woman. And since it's a first, we're going to make it all sorts of extra bonkers. We've got a doozy here, folks. This week, we will be covering Tamara Samsonova, otherwise known as Russia's Granny Ripper. She's biologically a woman, but I'm pretty sure she's got way more testosterone than I do. Now, seriously, how hard would that be? I'm pretty dainty. Whatever. In another first for the show, this delightful Russian grandma who, as far as I know, has no children, or grandchildren, and that's a good thing, this delightful Russian grandma has not yet been convicted, but she is locked away tightly, awaiting trial. A quick word of warning, this one gets yucky, gang, so grab a beverage, hang on to your arse, and let's get this crazy started. But first, who could forget the theme song? This week's episode is made possible by Dash Hit, your one-stop instant hitman app. Just fill out the victim's info, choose your payment plan, sit back and watch your devious plan go into action. Having your spouse's boyfriend killed off has never been easier. Our experienced hitmen act quickly and discreetly, and body disposal is included, free of charge. Are the in-laws pissing you off? Order a two-for-one special on Wednesdays. No more in-laws. Yay! How can you lose? This is one hell of a deal. Get your order in now before your spouse has you knocked off first. Download the Dash Hit app today. 
mention this ad and get 10% off your first murder. And if you haven't already, join the Wide World of Paranormal Investigations group on Facebook. It's a fun community based around aliens, conspiracies, zombies, and other zany supernatural topics. You'll fit right in. Now back to the show. Ms. Tamara Samsonova was born on February 5th, 1947 in some part of Russia that I can't pronounce, so I'm not even going to attempt it. She married someone with a very similar last name and relocated to St. Petersburg in 1971. She worked at a hotel for 16 years until she retired. That's not important. The point is, her husband ran away and she has a whole bunch of free time on her hands. She filled out a missing persons report for her husband in 2005. According to neighbors, she enjoyed filling her free time in the evenings by sitting topless in front of her window and letting people outside leer at her shapely silhouette. Hey, you gotta have a hobby. It's a relatively harmless way of getting your jollies, and I'm not gonna judge her for that. But if only all her hobbies were so harmless, we wouldn't be making this episode. Let's jump ahead a bit here. Fast forward to March 2015. Tamara is now living on her own in an apartment on Dimitrov Street. When she will befriend 79-year-old Valentina Ulanova. Tamara conveniently winds up having renovations at her apartment and a mutual friend volunteers Valentina's apartment up as a place where Tamara can stay while her apartment is being fixed. Poor, lonely Valentina gets suckered into rooming with Tamara and her generosity will definitely not go unpunished. Tamara would live with Valentina for a few months, helping out with the housework and cooking, and things were going fairly well. It kept going well until the time that Samsonova's apartment was back and livable again. Tamara's apartment was all fixed up and ready to go. It was waiting for her to return. So Valentina was kind of put off when Tamara didn't just pack up her crap and go home. Valentina must have had a really groovy pad because Tamara just kept acting as if everything was normal and kept living in Valentina's place. For some reason, she didn't want to go back. Eventually, it came to a head. It got really awkward and tense and Valentina said something to the effect of, Hey, move your ass back to your own apartment. What's the fucking holdup? And Tamara would eventually relent. And she said, Okay, Valentina, that's fine. I'll move out tomorrow, but first we eat. Let me make you a salad tonight. At the prospect of finally getting rid of Tamara, Valentina agreed, and the tension eased 
between the two. Now, Valentina was very fond of Olivier salads. Your guess is as good as mine as to what's in that. Probably leaves of some sort. Maybe a few raisins and sausage. If you told me it was full of dog shit and used Tetley tea bags, I'd had to believe you. I'm no food expert. I'm more of a beverage guy. In any event, Tamara was nice enough to pick one up for Valentina on the way back from a nearby town. Tamara, good Samaritan as she was, was also nice enough to go to a pharmacist. And what she do when she got there? Well, she shook her geriatric ass around a bit and persuaded him to sell her some phenazepam. It's a prescription drug that she didn't have a prescription for. It has recently gained popularity as a recreational drug, but I'm pretty sure Tamara had some other kind of recreation in mind when she bought it. Namely, she recreationally managed to stick a whole shit ton of them into the Olivier salad she bought for Valentina. According to Samsonova, Valentina wholly enjoyed the salad despite the massive amount of pills hidden in there. Something tells me there was more than salad being enjoyed that night. There was probably a few vodkas being passed around. Now around 2 a.m., Tamara wakes up and she has a problem. The problem is that she awakes to find Valentina asleep or hopefully dead on the floor of the kitchen. Now, I say that hopefully poor Valentina was dead by then, not because I want her to be dead, but because Tamara would start solving the problem of having someone lying on the floor of the kitchen by sawing off the person's head with a saw she had borrowed from her neighbors. She proceeded to saw the body in half and then used a knife to start removing the flesh from the bones. She put Valentina's head and hands in a saucepan and boiled them on the stove. She then started bagging up the corpse into manageable chunks for removal from the apartment. Closed circuit television footage showed her making seven trips with suspicious sacks full of body parts from the apartment. The whole process took about two hours. Samsonova would dump the smaller bags near a pond into a flower bed. The heavier bags would only make it as far as the next door neighbor's yard. The packages would, you know, kind of sit there and rot for a while, and they would go on notice for a few days. But eventually, they're going to get found. And they were identified as human remains, and an investigation was launched. Police started asking around the apartment complex, and it was immediately obvious that Valentina was missing. When they came to Valentina's apartment, and Samsonova answered the door, they found it fishy enough to make their way inside and look around. They found Valentina's blood in the apartment, and torn shower curtains that matched up to the material that some of the discarded body parts were found wrapped in. 
the cops eyed each other suspiciously, pulled their guns and said, Okay, you crazy bitch, we got you. Get on the ground before I shoot your ass. Um, I'm paraphrasing here, of course. Whatever they said was probably in Russian, but it probably wasn't very nice. Maybe there was a few motherfuckers thrown in there for good measure as well. Or the Russian equivalent of motherfucker. Valentina's head, hands, and inner organs were never found. It is widely accepted that Tamara was eating the organs. One theory about the boiling of the head and hands was that it would make it harder to identify the victim once they were found. But she was probably eating them too. The CCTV footage shows her dragging the saucepan outside and it is kind of assumed that it was tossed in a dumpster and emptied before the case broke wide open. Tamara would admit to killing Ulanova, but that was only the beginning of the story of Russia's Granny Ripper. It turns out that Samsonova kept a detailed diary of her assorted comings and goings, and it only gets more fucked up from here. Now, this case is still being investigated, so further information is a little harder to come by. But what we do know is that she confessed to 11 murders in her diary and is suspected of up to 10 more. Police are doing their best to pair up the murders described in this loony bitch's diary to actual unsolved murder cases from the past 20 years. One of these cases involves the body of a headless, armless, and legless man being found on the same street 12 years earlier. Now, I know how that sounds. It sounds like she found a man who just happened to have no arms, head, or legs and killed him. Well, before she allegedly murdered him, he did have a head, arms, and legs. Now he doesn't have any of those, and he's dead. She allegedly cut his limbs off and discarded the rest of the body around town. The dead man's business card was found at Samsonova's apartment, and her diary described the man's tattoos, so it seems unlikely that she had nothing to do with this discarded torso. She also confessed to killing a man who was renting a room in her apartment from her. That's a terrible way to be a landlord. How the fuck is he going to pay the rent now, dumbass? She claims, and nobody doubts her in the slightest, that she caught him up, put him in bags, and scattered the pieces around. On an unrelated note, her husband hasn't surfaced since Tamara said that he ran away. There is currently no evidence that he's either alive or dead, so he's probably no longer among the living. Poor man should have run away screaming, but I doubt he got the chance. I like to think he got a sex change and flew off to Maui to assume a new identity, but that's probably a long shot. As naughty as Samsonova's story is, there is reason to think that her crimes are actually copycat crimes. Apparently, she idolized Andre Chikatilo. Chikatilo? Chikatilo. 
otherwise known as the Red Ripper. Chikatilo is Russia's worst serial killer and was executed in 1994. He is thought to have murdered, raped, and cannibalized at least 52 people. At least four other prolific Russian serial killers have named Chikatilo as an inspiration for their crime sprees. This Chikatilo cunt will probably get his own episode in the future. And I promise if he does, I'll figure out how to actually pronounce his name. Samsonova is diagnosed schizophrenic and has been hospitalized on three occasions for the condition. She underwent psychological testing in November of 2015 and was found to be a danger to herself and others. I think it's laughably obvious that she's a threat to other people, but I doubt she's a threat to herself. She seems to be pretty cocky about the whole thing. She's enjoying her notoriety. She's not going to knock herself off. She's too busy blowing kisses to reporters. She said that she's been preparing for this for years, meaning she's been waiting to get caught so she could, you know, enjoy the notoriety and be infamous for being this crazy serial killer cannibal person. And she started clapping and smiling as the judge told her she would be jailed while the investigation was ongoing. Anybody who enjoys sitting in her window showing off her saggy old knockers to unfortunate passers-by is clearly a vain, arrogant, fuck-ugly cunt. And I can say that frankly because, well, it takes one to know one. This woman is not well. She needs help and to be executed. She left quite the trail of the dead in her wake, if you believe it all, and I kind of do, and she ruined so many innocent lives. She's a cunt and was just following in the footsteps of an even bigger cunt. He got what was coming to him, and hopefully she gets hers as well. It may be a while before we get a judgment on her case, but I'm sure it will be severe. If she's not executed, I hope she is sentenced to a lifetime of hard labor in a Siberian gulag. And that she has to do the labor while having 56 pound weights tied to her nipples. Whatever it is, it will be too good for this nasty bitch. So there you have it. The first Evil Done Badly episode about a biological woman. She's allegedly quite a prolific cunt, and I hope you kind of enjoyed it. Let's end off by answering a couple of listener questions. Pengo Patente asks, The listeners have spoken. No one wants to hear this garbage, so can you just stop? And to that I say, Nope. I'm not done making an ass of myself yet. Also, it's a good excuse to drink more beverages. I like beverages. Thanks for your inquiry, Pengo. Jambalaya Jenkins asks, Why don't you ever have guest appearances on your show? Maybe you could let someone else talk once in a while? <sighs> no one would ever admit to listening to this show, let alone want to appear on it. 
so I don't see it happening anytime soon. Thanks for writing in, Jambalaya. That's enough questions for now. This has been Evil Done Badly, the worst true crime podcast on the internet. If you would like to get in contact with me and suggest topics, or just insult my voice, appearance, body odor, whatever, you can do so by email at EvilDoneBadly at gmail.com or on Instagram at EvilDoneBadly. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Adios!